0: Microphone check. One, two. What is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business? I am your host, Rohan Patra. The rap music plug at your service.
1: Here we are again at the end of Get stuck. Get stuck. Get
0: stuck. Get stuck. The rap music plug podcast, presented by QLC TV, is the remedy to the "I don't have anything good to listen to" problem. Through in-depth album and song reviews, as well as artist interviews and general rap commentary sprinkled in between on all of what the mainstream and underground rap scenes have to offer, this is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. What is up, family? It is episode 84 of the Rap Music Plug podcast. I am blessed to have with me today a man who wears many hats. He's wearing one right now, but he wears multiple <laughs> metaphorically mastermind of PTP an extremely essential collective of creative minds. He's also an incredible producer himself under the, the the name King Vision Ultra and has created some great work, both as a solo artist and as a collaborator, particularly the one that introduced me to him and all of his work. An Unknown Infinite with Amani, which if anybody hasn't checked it out, check the Essentials uh, post. I had that on my website this summer that just commemorated an incredibly, incredibly good record. And then that's not all. He also is an incredible visual design artist that has styled so many projects that it's like impossible to count. Everything good always has a a gang version, it seems, these days. So without further ado, I welcome Gang PTP, AKA King Vision Ultra. How's it going, man? 50 million shots
1: through the atmosphere. 50 million shots block the sun out. 50 million shots through the atmosphere. 50 million shots block the sun out. Okay, I'm feeling bullish. I can't
0: bear y'all niggas. The wait is over so
2: i'm about to tell y'all niggas yo peace 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 yeah it goes it goes well gee it goes well are you good yeah you good out there yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right yeah. all right thank you for having me on g and also i gotta you know just say thank you for that um that lovely lovely like piece of writing that you put on um the i think i believe it was like the one year anniversary on the
0: album yeah so, it was roughly that. Uh, yeah
2: yeah 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 no that was uh that was really special to have as sort of like a, uh, another another installment in the like documentative, on the documentative side of that world. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. We both really appreciate that. Uh, yeah. And you killed it too. Like you really put your foot in that. So mm-hmm. big up to you,
0: G. Yeah, much love, much love. Okay. Uh, I want to start, we'll obviously get into Unknown Infinite in detail, but I want to first start just something more broad um, and that is why you just generally speaking, gravitate to hip hop, because since day one, I mean, interacting with your art, but then communicating with you directly, eventually it's abundantly clear that you just really love and appreciate the culture, like more than almost anybody I can think of. It's just like everything you say, it just exudes that, you know? And so I want to start the conversation around that. Like, what is it about, like, maybe it's specific aspects of hip hop. Uh, culture that just you just really love. Like, what is it that is so special to you? Mm. Well, uh, I guess for a bit of context or whatever, I'm a
2: native New Yorker. Prior, long prior to the internet, so I grew up with this. Like, I grew up with with hip hop. Like, I didn't fall into it or whatever. Like, I grew up with the shit. Now, that's to say, I, that's not to say that I had it outside of my window via Park Jam. I wasn't in the South. I wasn't in the Bronx like that. I didn't grow up in the Bronx. I'm from money Making Manhattan. Um, you know, uh I was too young to go to like uh <laughs> Harlem World or the rooftop. I wasn't I was born in 81, so by the, by my birth year, the Cold Crush tape had already happened or whatever. Like the Cold Crush battle with Fantastic 5 at um I believe it was Harlem World. So, you know, uh like there weren't stations that played what you would what would what would be known as hip hop when i was coming up until you know there are various little short little mix shows basically that 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 did it but there weren't any stations that were like dedicated to that so like the access was far and few kind of between unless like you 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 sought it out you know what i mean yeah. so something about it when i first heard you know that it was like salt and pepper and like Fresh Prince and uh, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, um, things of that nature, you know, definitely run DMC, definitely the fat boys, um, you know, things like that. That's, that's what kind of captivated me to that point of like utter magnetization. And then after that, it was just a rap like video music box was on TV uh, mm-hmm. after school every day. And I would tap in with uncle Ralph McDaniels and, um, you know, catch catch a glimpse of, uh, of, of 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 so much culture. Not even just you know what would be known as hip hop culture, or whatever. But also just, I mean, he'd be playing stuff like Cameo. Um, he'd be playing mm-hmm. stuff like you know Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, you know um, Talking Heads, shit like that, basically. You know, but yeah, I mean, once I once I tapped in and saw like Daylight and Public Enemy. Again, it was a rap. It was something about the rhythm, something about the drum, something about, you know, the way that the language, the, the the words were drumming, you know what I mean? Um, that's what really got me. so so from like growing up with it and being from the so-called birthplace of it, you know, um that's 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 why I give that's why I give so much of a fuck. and like, having like had time in the shit, too, like, Not just, like, from a listening standpoint or whatever. Like, not a casual listener or fan by any means. Like, I just... I was the only child, so I am an only child. So, like, if I'm going to, like, find something to devote... Like, that was my, like, the shit that I came home to and the shit that I would daydream about. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, whether I'm, like, French class or something, I'm writing my composition... I'm, like, writing rhymes in my composition book in, like, junior high or you know what I'm saying? Or like, just like writing a list of like my favorite rappers and like comparing it with like my, my peoples and, and, and said yes again in junior high. And then like taking that to like being like mixtapes. And, you know, before that was like just cassette, just making tapes off the radio like pause tapes and things of that nature. And then, um, you know, then being like everyone being like, yo, you need, you need to become a DJ because like, just get a set you just, you, you do this shit. and like, you know, this shit, like you, you're mm-hmm. a liner note, you are a liner notes, like nerd, but they obviously weren't saying it like that. They're just like, yo, like, you just coming through with like tapes full of songs that just, you put people on to shit. And I love putting people on to yeah. music. So, you know, the guy my might, my first set up in 95 and then like working after school, I like a, at the Malz's office filing after like, for like two hours for like $2, three dollars an hour it took a while for that but you know it was like a, it was a minute um uh, maybe it was like five dollars but you know anyway um but yeah yeah that's that's really you know and then and then by 95 96 again like i started djing i i had been rapping probably started dancing around that time too like really dancing like like breaking and whatnot um Mm -hmm. the only thing i didn't really really fuck with too crazy was graph as far as like doing it myself i just wasn't i was a little lackluster in terms (laughs) of like my like hand eye uh you know control when it comes to the uh drawing illustrative aspect. so visual art that type of visual art i I didn't it didn't i I didn't uh catch on or whatever Mm -hmm. like but you know um then falling into like this underground shit, or like so-called underground shit, like the thing that was independent hip hop before it became indie hip hop or whatever, whatever. So it was like, you know, going to Fat Beats, like finding, looking up places, like when there was like early internet, like one, uh, internet 1.2 or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, it was just like, okay, dial up. And then you get on your browser and then you, you look up like, yo, like where record stores and or like hip hop record stores in New York City and it's like beat street up you know over in in brooklyn and um music factory uptown in the bronx uh harlem music hut was another place There were i mean, there were mad spots but then fat beats was this one place and it was on the east side still um that was the first location before bobito garcia um Mm. i guess took it over when they moved to the west side he took it over and you and, and created footwork that was his first that was like his brick and mortar um but yeah, going there for the first time and like just getting getting wax and like literally like Mr. Sinister from the X Men is like working the counter, you know what I'm saying? And like I'm just like, what is going on here? Like like you know, I heard Rock Raider, I heard a Rock Raider battle set from the DMC that he won. I think in '95 when he won the DMC and um I think it was in London. I feel like um that's a DJ mix competition or whatever, mm, um, the okay. disco mix competition. Um, but yeah, rock Raider, rest in power. He, uh, he was from the X-Men or the executioners and, um, you know, body the set that was like a big battery on my back. Like, okay, what does this turn? Like, what is this like beat juggling? Like taking a beat out of two instrumentals crazy. So like, I was like, word. Okay. I gotta get, I gotta get nice like that. But then also I just gotta get, like, get more records. I heard like a Black alicious snippet That's fine. on like in like real audio format and from from probably the same site it was like this kid who went to howard and it was like this like angel fire site or some shit you know what i mean it was like this like personal website and he was just really into like hip-hop or of a certain like you know format or whatever a certain certain energy Mm -hmm. and and yeah it was like he had she's a terrorist from um the melodica ep the the shit where um gift of gab is rhyming over the how many mcs the black instrumental killing that shit and like i love that trick I ran that shit to the ground. It was a snippet. It was like the first three. It was like the first three quarters of that verse. And yo, I would run that shit because it was like, what is this? Like, what is this new? So, just buying records. And then one day, I bought Fun Crusher, the EP from Company Flow, like the transparent vinyl double vinyl um, EP. That you still got that? Vinyl. You still got that? Nah, I sold that shit on eBay for like
0: bread. Uh, okay, like I was gonna say like- that's gonna be worth like. Yeah, that's a grail. Yeah. That's a grail right
2: there. I'm I'm I feel you know part of me wants to kick myself uh for doing that because but I also like I did need the I was like living off of like my records in college, like selling mm-hmm. them shits on eBay and like really like so like crates on crates of like rare or whatever, like first you know, first pressings of like underground, like all the fondling like early fondling oh. grail shit, all the you know, like the juggernaut, Sai, and yeshua probably some doom but i have i kept those i kept like one of each if not Mm -hmm. two i would buy it in triple sometimes because you were cutting them up so i didn't want to like ruin them
0: yeah you were you You were you had access to like those og record stores before it even got popular again to like nowadays where it's just like they're getting just completely ransacked by everybody especially in new york i'm sure so you got to even see a company flow in a record shop to me is like in any format is like seems like you're seeing a unicorn I can never imagine I've never encountered <laughs> <Facts. that. laughs> Facts, in the yeah. wild yeah
2: no it was, yeah I mean it was just that thing of like participating in it you know like being like going out and going to places like I started going to shows when I was like 15 You know what I mean like 15 16 definitely mm-hmm. by 16 um and you know going to the spaces like the wetlands or like um tramps or the new definitely the new orican poets cafe which is like the spot that that was like the spot three twice if not three times if not more a month you know like Mm -hmm. bobito hosted an open mic there there was an open turntable eventually there was an open turntable mic uh night there which was i played at performed at a couple times um yeah it was just like it was madness i don't know it was it was just different so you had to like leave the house to like get a flyer to know what the fuck was going on like there was no like way of like just going online on your phone or whatever it was no one had a cell phone like i don't know i mean cell phones definitely were not smartphones so yeah you know anyway point being yeah you actually had to go out so like me being out there like i i was an intern for um ozone official recordings so like company flows amici who runs like ozone like their original like imprint Um, the the imprint that released them prior to raucous so like i was like throwing up stickers all over town of like fun crusher the lp like before it came out so i just i would just go out every day so i was like my like that was my uh if i have if i had any sort of graffiti career like career and graph (laughs) like my my shit was just like throwing slaps up basically just throwing stickers and shit but
0: yeah when you when you got into like get into your like first shows and just starting like like you said this gig that you had before um with ozone like was it the kind of thing where as soon as you kind of got into this space with these kinds of people did it just feel like oh damn like this is home like this is this is where i'm i'm i feel comfortable like it's like brand new but it's it feels so familiar and comfortable
2: yeah i say so um i say there was definitely an element of that especially as like a teenager you know what i'm saying because like you're you're just looking for something to to not necessarily latch on to could be a part like, of like a family yeah, yeah, community a, yeah. exactly you're looking to like fit in somewhere because you're 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 always trying to define yourself and or redefine yourself uh you know i'm not that i'm not that cat who i was last year i just like you know you, you mm. you're breaking records that you bought the, the two years before that over your, over your leg like fuck that nah this this is where i'm at now you know it's just like You know, it's weird. It's like it's that growing up like that, especially as such a head bust. Like I don't even know how kids are doing it. You know, Um, this is not some weird like old head type comment or whatever. But like you know, like it's just uh, I can't even imagine how it is these days with like all the access that cats have now. Folks have, you know what I mean. But like back then, it was just even 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 back then, it was just like for someone like me, I was just like trying to figure out where the fuck I fit in, and 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 how to signify what I was about, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was just like, nah, like it's fatigues all day. Like, you know what I mean? Like army suits all day. Uh, these, these text boots I had and just like, just going, like having a backpack on full of stickers and, and you know, whatever a tape or two or selling my mixtapes at school, just like going, 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 going. And then like going to shows and having a camera at shows and documenting that shit. You know what I'm saying? So Mm. whether whether mostly video camera but i did i did snap some flicks too just because i like found a camera in the, in the cab nice. one time like a little point and shoot and nice. got a good, couple good flicks but uh, mostly mostly my gut the gusto was like me having a camera at shows and like being being at like the, those early like mf doom shows or like adam spam shit prior to like can ox you know like all that oh, like man. that era so Yeah. 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 So yeah. Finding, you know, finding, yeah. Finding a little like tribe to, to fit in with or whatever. And at that point too, it was just like, there was that shift in, in major label rap. Like it wasn't the same thing as it was when it was like 88, 89, you know, even, even 93, for instance, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like by 96, we're talking about, you know, the the entering the shiny suit era and all that and then shit just became like i just didn't i didn't go to clubs like that i didn't i wasn't like clubbing and i wasn't trying to like do this to like i wasn't trying to like uh wear expensive clothes in that kind of way you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. utterly expensive european clothes uh yeah i mean guesses european whatever you know i mean i'm just saying like versace and shit like that like yeah so that i didn't relate to that so it was it was definitely going back to like so sort of like, who is on the ground still doing the shit? and like, who's who's also like welcoming? You know, like I found all that stuff pretty inaccessible.
0: Yeah, um, it's hard for to a minute to that.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. At least for a moment, you know. Um, later on, you know, you grow up and you're like, oh, like some of these are like really excellent records. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like I'll listen to some may nice shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm-hmm. fine.
0: Um, one thing I find also pretty pretty dope about you is that like. As we talked about it, like in the intro, when I talked about your many hats, like you contribute so much to like the totality of hip hop, not just like the music, but also like visual, physical, like the distribution, the design work. And I, and I just hear from like many people, like, uh, like too many to name that like, they always like name drop you about like, oh, like he helped me out just like informally, like just through some like mentorship type shit. Like I find that is, is really good. And. When I speak to you, particularly when I hear you talk, it's I get this like overarching feeling that you have like this sense of duty almost. Like you feel like I get this impression that you feel like you have a duty to like give back to hip hop um, and give back. So like, where do you think this duty came from? This sense of duty. Right. Uh, Cause
2: I had that, you know, like when I was going out, when I was, finding myself in spaces where i would just be going to some pl- like places shows or like even just like things that turn into like more communal events or communal like almost like communal hall meetings or whatever like a town hall meeting but like amidst like folks who are you know either you know uh recognized leaders or organizers in in that realm of like people I would, you know, I, I, sometimes i would be by myself and I just have to shut up and listen, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, folks who are older than I was like, just were generous enough to take me under their wing. You know? I mean, even, even the cats, like I was just, cause I would never really, I was not, I would like half hang out with kids my age, but I'd hang out with like folks who were like five, 10 years older than I was too. Just mm-hmm. cause like, it just made sense to me. I'm, I had an older cousin who was like a, like five years older than me. And, uh, Oh, well, I have still. Um, and, uh, you know, he, at, when I was like 10, he was 15. He was like an older, he was like an older sibling, older brother figure to me. And from that point on, like that was a seed that was planted by then. So, you know, I'm going out now I'm 15, I'm 16, 17, obviously by 17 I'm, I'm in Adams already. And, you know, I was the youngest member in that crew and, you know, cats were super generous with their space, you know? And and I just had, you know, and also that's the thing too. It's like, you learn to, you learn about like that, that, that interaction, not transaction, that interaction where it's like, you know, folks, like folks aren't trying to be slime, like not everyone's trying to be a slime ball, you know what I'm saying? And like, get you drunk and get you high, get you to smoke some shit or whatever, whatever. Like, you know, because there is that danger. Like, there is that danger of, like, falling in with the wrong folks and they just, like, don't know. Like, they're just, like, foul people and, like, or whatever. And they just, like, don't care. Or, like, they're trying to, like, use you or groom, you know what I mean? Like, even groom you, whatever. You know, it gets wild or whatever. But um, I was was fortunate enough to, like, be around stand-up people, like, really genuinely, like, good folks. Um, And, you know, it would, like, pass me jewels so, you know, like as as someone, you know, still doing things today, or like finding my way and uh, around around these like years and decades, whatever, and and finding myself in like in the midst of various um, circles of folks, you know, various I guess so called communities or. Now, you know, like I like to refer to it intentionally as coalition, where that means action, not -hmm. just like not just signaling this idea of a group of people who know each other, but like actually like folks who are like actively like working with each other and like listening to each other Mm -hmm. and being transparent, you know, and like having those like quote unquote having the conversation, but like actually like trying to find solutions to or whatever. Like that's the thing. It's not just about having the conversation. You could talk all day that don't, that don't mean you're going to get to an answer or whatever, but like we're building, you know? And yeah. like, for me, I just realized like, well, shit, I'm, you know, I turned 40, uh a year, you know, almost not a year ago, but like earlier this year. So it's like, even before then I was just like, nah, like I'm, I am, you know, I have, I'm around folks who are like the, almost like, like basically like the children of the folks who are just a few years older than I am you know what i'm saying like yeah like the sons and daughters deep. and 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 so forth of 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 folks who were like were elders to me but like then now once you get to like once you get past like a 25 or 30 or something like that person who seemed you know who was 21 when you were 17 or 23 when you were 17 isn't that much older anymore y'all Yeah are all it starts drunk. to like
0: growing you know what i mean yeah Yeah.
2: totally decrease like that margin decreases so yeah your relation your like inter uh like the way that you relate to the world can be is a lot similar i feel like so you know you you reach that sort of congruence and then from that point on or whatever you're just like all right well it's either like i stay with just like all older people or like people my age and whatever and that hey that's a thing whatever people do that but like Mm -hmm. I just, I just, there's no, I feel like for me personally, I feel like there was, there's something that because I got it when I was coming up, there's, there's a power to like passing on information and knowledge, turning knowledge to wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Cause like you have a lived experience, literally like you cannot fake a live, you can't fake that lived experience. Like you can't like rush time. In order yeah. to get more experience in something, like you just gotta live the shit. And that has so, value. Like, That's exactly, value. it has value. And like, you know, who am I would be like hoarding the shit and being like, oh, like you gotta learn to live, you know, you gotta learn and, and fall on your ass yourself or whatever. And yeah. it's not even some, it, also to be clear, it's not some like savior shit where it's like, Hey everyone, like let me school you on something. Like, mm-hmm. nah, it's it's literally like, yo, we're all, we're all, we are all here learning from each other. Like I've learned mad shit from folks who are like half my age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't I'm not, I don't care to like uphold some idea of like my ego as like an adult or like as an elder. Like that that side of being like an elder, like that's some old head shit. Like you being like, you know, so-called old head shit where like you're just your ego is telling you that you got to be right all the time. You got to be the one speaking and leading all the time. Yeah, You know what I mean? That's not what I'm, I'm, I I don't fuck with that. Um, my thing is like, we we're all literally in converse. We're all literally building together. So like each one teach one type shit. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I just, there's, I don't really see my, my place is kind of like, that's, that's my shit. Like that's my place, you know, period. Mm -hmm. Um, i find a lot of like fulfillment and i find a lot of joy honestly and just like in in passing on and just building passing on lessons and building as well you know what i mean so for me it's like that's why like, i i gravitated towards the teaching shit once like my my 9 to 5 dissolved um mm-hmm. but that's a whole other topic you know what mm-hmm. i mean but that's why yeah um yeah i think that's my answer to that <laughs> yeah no, no
0: no no i love that there's there's a lot there uh or, you know you're speaking of coalitions like that that's a a nice uh that's a nice way i would honestly describe like ptp in a way like Mm -hmm. even just like because i wanted to get to some something in particular about kind of like the fact that there's so many different kinds of like aesthetic styles on on ptp like that was probably the first thing that surprised me because i like i said unknown infinite was my introduction to your music and like just anything you do i just assume this like all these music was going to be just like hip hop, maybe experimental hip hop, but like just hip hop mainly, but there's like experimental metal, there's like noise and Mm. it's dope. And I do feel like there's like a, some kind of common bond, even if it's not aesthetic necessarily, although it could be as well. Um, Like, what do you think is the foundational like trait or traits that you're looking for when you collaborate with an artist to put something under that PTP umbrella? Mm. Um,
2: can we have conversations and eat a meal together as first and foremost, you know, like I don't go to the studio and just be like, Hey, let's tap in and let's do a track together and like work, like Mm -hmm. tapping in with each other. When I say that shit to you, I mean, like you might come to the studio, we'll just talk shit and like watch YouTube videos or, you know, like watch a movie together or something like I'm, I'm not interested in like this, like transactional. I'm just, I don't give a fuck about, I mean, rather like I find it it's unhealthy for me. Like I, I, it's, it's damaging to me. Like when I like have these transactional like uh, relationships and things of that nature, just cause like, I'm just trying to get away from all that. Just cause like, that's not, that's not how like you work with your neighbor. Mm-hmm. So like, how are you going to work with someone? How are you going to like build with someone and treat them the same way or treat them less, you know, any less than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, like, i don't know i I can i can go deeper i can go go too long on this shit but like basically like for like ptp or whatever i don't have contracts i don't care about providing uh uh, i don't care about um, maintaining some similarity in terms of form or appearance you know musical form whatever Mm -hmm. i'm i'm more interested in you know are you, are like, are, where's your heart at? And like, what are you about? And, you know, and if, yo and even if like we don't vibe, it doesn't mean you're a bad person necessarily either. And that doesn't mean like I dub you and like, you're just like, you're out of here. It's just like, you know, some people don't click or whatever, and that's fine too. But like for a collaboration or whatever, it's like a, it's a conversation, like it's an ongoing, like back and forth or whatever. So that for me, that's how that's how it's about energy so that's what that was my old that was always my like my my previous answer to this type of question like let just go off of energy and like it's a similar energy if anything that's it you know um mm-hmm. i've noticed like when people talk about oh these like mind molding historic biggest or whatever or whatever grand adjectives they want
0: fucking i don't even know so, what that means
2: well, well yeah but you know they throw like they throw these like certain labels that are doing like the things like the most forward-thinking hip-hop blah, right, blah, blah, right, blah. Right. and like you know not that i like not that ptp is even that but ptp certainly has that and like I'm, i'd be remiss to even to like not not gun for the people who are on you know in the crew you know what i'm saying like and this is literally just a crew thing like it's just like yeah coalition like it's just like yo if you want to throw the flag up all you had to you know all you have to do is just do it
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know like we're cool like you could rep whenever you need to rep so it's like in that way it's similar to some graph shit although like not to be confused with the graph the the you know there's a writer out here who 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 does his thing and and throws up ptp it's 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 not the same thing but we spoke and you know, it's 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 each of us, we spoke and had like a wonderful conversation and, and built in, you know, it's fine, it's all good. No one's trying to sue nobody or whatever, that's the yeah. corny shit, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day or whatever, like for, for me, it's just like, yo, anyone who who I rock with, like if you want to throw that up, throw it up, you know what I mean? Like, you know, if you're out there doing some fugazi shit or whatever, like I'm, someone's gonna approach you on that
1: and, mm-hmm.
2: you know, we can we can address that and see how that plays out um that's kind of that's kind of it so for me like PCP is is kind of fluid in that way as far as like how people engage with like the binaries of categorization you know what i mean or the binary of categorization but like at the end you know <laughs> it's it's an energy thing it's like you know uh again like um yeah, I'll just I'll just keep it at that. I'll just keep it at that. It's an energy thing. It's it's a coalition thing. And you know, it's I don't know, yo. Know, it's
0: no, it feels like it like, feels like there's like a common, like not that specifically, but it feels like there's like a common worldview almost or like a like to where you said like I feel like any of these artists could could go and like get some food together even yeah, though they yeah, yeah. just live in different musical worlds, potentially, True. I would say uh, right. also like a, a sense of like innovation and like pushing the envelope, I think is pretty clear in a lot of the records that I've heard from PTP as well. But yeah, I like that, that it's not very hard and fast, binary, rigid. Mm. It's a lot. Yeah. 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 Word, word, word. Yeah. I mean,
2: everyone on here is a visionary. That's how I see them. Yeah. And like, I hope that they, self-actualize and view themselves as such as well you know what i'm saying like that's mm-hmm. it, it's all it's a bunch of self-actualizers that's all it is you know what i'm saying <laughs> so like and like we're all happy to help each other do that as well um even if like folks don't know necessarily it's under the same bridge it's like yo like or you know it's all on the strength of like that understanding mm-hmm. so like if i don't if if uh, not me but if like say like messiah doesn't know you know um my homie jeremy but like who who i've done a mad work with and had i used to have a, a doom like a doomy i don't know wall of noise project with called worm watcher um and you know uh one person gets the co-sign you know and jeremy doesn't know messiah or whatever but it's just like boom all of a sudden under under the under under the the sort of like the auspices or whatever like the guy you know like just like the the umbrella for lack of a better term of ptp you get that sort of understanding that 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 flows through first and foremost you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. just like i like it's like it's not even not not just a cosign it's just like it's more than just a co- it's more than a cosine, I guess. I don't know. Just call it that. That'll, that's the new slogan. the PTP. It's more than a cosine. More than a
1: cosine. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> you know, it, it's like you know when um, people insult you, like if uh, it hurts more. It hurts more because they know
0: more. yo let's get let's get into like uh i think we were missing if we talked about like the history of ptp though like what was what was the initial vision and it has it changed for ptp and just how generally has it evolved over the years uh
2: it's definitely changed it definitely evolved it originally was like i mean the mission kind of stayed the same in in that way where it's just like you know i again like bringing together first and foremost bringing together folks who who honor the build you know i mean like who who are about something and about maybe this same set of things but also willing to you know on their own time too you know i mean Mm -hmm. so you know i don't i don't whatever, like hive mind or whatever. I mean, everything can be hive mind to a certain extent or whatever, like group thing to a certain extent. I'm not talking necessarily about that when I say like everyone's about the same shit. It's not, again, like literally like there's people on their own time and like, but we could all be in a room together and and somehow there's some you know mutual understanding as to why we're here and we're like, what the intention is, you know what I'm saying? I think intentionality, yeah. shared intentionality is like the, the sort of the name of the game. Um, and it started you know as a blog really like as a blog spot <laughs> and just like writing stories and it's kind of like document like sort of like redocumenting or, or documenting just various music um various forms of music from like the 90s and then starting from the 90s but then like getting to like more modern day sort of modalities or whatever like you know this is, Oh nine. I want to say mm, Okay. so, but the, the, the mission was always to have like a, to create some sort of like bridging system where like this could be distribution. This could be, you know, a means to put out music, put out new music. And that eventually happened with the first uh, release, which was gorgeous children. They're self-titled. Um, that's, uh, face Vega who was the MC and Gila, who used to go by Gila monster, um, who's now, like released a bevy of instrumental albums. I think he's on might be on XL now or or I don't know. He's on one of those labels, Lex 4AD, one of those mm-hmm. labels. But um yeah, and that was so that was like some left field, so-called left field uh, you know, or experimental sort of it was like Camp Low and like 1017 Brick Squad put together. <laughs> <laughs> which at like which in like 2011 2012 i think it was 2012 i want to say makes sense and yeah. it, well but also it was like a head bust still it's mm-hmm. like okay like we love rock marciano but we also fuck with like gucci and, and walk or whatever mm-hmm. right um so yeah and then from there i just you know there was a, it was a, a good moment of like rhythmic like got into like i was really into like footwork from like chicago like you know, all the tech life stuff, like DJ Rashad and Spin. My, my homie Josh put me on to a lot of those things. A lot of that, rather, those things. And then, you know, they would be coming through playing like 285 Kent, these like little venues over here. And I just like, was crazy to me. I was like, yo, what is this? It's super technical, just ill-ass, you know, some people call it club music, some people will call it like battle dance music, whatever, but like, you know, there's a dancing, it's a, it's a movement related culture too. Like, as mm-hmm. far as that music goes, like, you don't have footwork without also having the dancers involved, um, much like, yeah, plenty of other things. Um, and then got deep into sort of like the more rhythm based, uh, sounds, but like dark, you know, like dark, I don't know, dark stuff, but like, you know, like just anything that seemed like heavy to me, I yeah. always had this like heavy, a yeah. thing for like heavy, yeah. um, uh, you know, I was a, I was a child of, like, Black Sabbath and, like, all that shit, too. So, at the same time as, like, Isaac Hayes and, and you know, whatever, having, like, a couple of Thelonious Monk or, like, Miles Davis records in the crib, uh, Coltrane live in Seattle type shit, you know what I mean? But then also, yeah, my pops was, like, he had, like, I stole all those Quincy Jones records, and you know what I mean? Like, I was just, I would steal my pops records when I was, mm-hmm. like, by the time I got to high school and, like, was, like, wait, I'm getting turntables. So that, that heaviness from then on carried over me growing up on public enemy and, and Wu-Tang eventually later, you know, like that all transferred over yeah. to everything else. And then it was just like, well, you know, a lot of rhythm track kind of stuff. And then, uh, then I was getting into like, well, what does it sound like? What, like, what can we do with like longer narratives and, you know, like albums, cause a lot of these would start as 12 inches. Like, all right, like two tracks here, two tracks yeah. on the other side. And I was just releasing them on vinyl and um that kind of got crazy <laughs> it's real tedious and just like yeah you know it's it's tough too cuz like you're you're introducing like newer names to the shit and like you have 300 records to sell and it's not you know and and you're a new so-called label at that point right yeah. um but then yeah later on I uh, just things connected things started to make sense like it was just like wait like this all can live together and that's you know sooner or later it was like I don't know. I think PCP really, really, really hit. I mean, it has always hit, has always had a stride. Like, I feel like there's never been a a year or a moment where like I was putting out some back shit or whatever, yeah. some wacky, wacky shit. But like, yeah, I feel like, um, once it got to like 2015, 2016, it was kind of a wrap. It was just like, okay, like, nah, <laughs> like we're going, yeah, this is, yeah, this is. And then that was when like the greater, like the, almost like the new, like whatever the version is now I think feel like it started back then it was just like all right like we can have all these sounds I mean, no matter how disparate it exists it's not together. about exactly yeah. it's not about the sound it's not about like the form of music it's 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 once again it's about the intentionality behind mm-hmm. it and you know and also like about like the folks making this shit too and like giving them the space and their own space to like do their thing as well so um you know i wanted to honor the people by giving them helping to load up the resources and and pass that over to them as well. Because Mm -hmm. by that point it was like, I was, I was doing them, you know, I'm doing all the press shit and all the other stuff like myself anyway, like distribution stuff, whatever. So it was like, all right. And, you know, just found a new form, kept updating that model as also things have changed, you know? So it's like, you know, yeah, the gears, the gears are looking a little different or like the mechanism might be a little different. Than it was in 2016 as mm-hmm. it is today but still the same sort of like you know still the same under the same hood so to speak still yeah. you know same vehicle so yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah and one of the ways obviously you're doing that is uh the visual work and mm-hmm. that's something that some people may not even necessarily hear about although i no, i feel like you probably would get it pretty quick but may not even <laughs> know ptp but you're gonna see gang ptp versions of like a cassette let's say or you'll see that you designed you did the design for some some physical merch of any sort it's it's becoming more common they're always fucking great but i do do find what's really interesting is that like with all of the work i've seen you do visually there's something about it that like feels like you like tangible you like it's very distinct although like both like aesthetically, you have a certain thing that I'm not into that world to know what that thing is, how you describe it. But like, there's like a, it feels like there's like a theme almost, uh, like I'm thinking of unknown infinite, the, the album cover, Mm. like that cover, the, Mm. like the initial one for the digital, like Mm. it's, it tends to, and it's not just the only one you've done. It tends to be kind of this feeling of like familiar, but not and like, like I can't, it's like a, like a lucid dream. If people didn't read the article I did on the record, like I kept thinking of that with the sound and the album artwork too. It's that, it's like, it's that feeling of like you're in a lucid dream where you like kind of look at something and when you get close, it, it disappears because you're not, it's not reality. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, but it's super freaking intriguing to me. So like, what, what, is there some kind of like central inspiration that you have for like your visual work or like a an idea that you like to, explore yeah uh
2: absolutely there's definitely i think there's a thread that carries through uh the thread i would say one challenging space Mm. in and uh similar to everything on similar to how like ptp rolls out as far as like on the label side of things, or even on the show side of things, whatever the curatorial side of things, if you want to put it like that and sound like a smart ass, but like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like it's, it's sort of the counter cultural, like challenging, like Mm anti-traditional approach to things. Like I'm not, I don't, I'm not interested in, I'm not interested in like falling in, um, like the the rap album that has the the thing that the other rap albums have you know what I'm saying like I'm not interested in like the rap album that looks like every other rap album because it has like either the you know whatever trope I'm not interested yeah. in like visual tropes most of the visual tropes I see in in this so called current underground or like throughout time I'm just not. what i'm interested in is like breaking like literally like breaking space challenging space and by that also like the viewer space by that i mean like what your expectations would be or are when you're listening to this music like what do you see what do you envision in your head as like either the potential for the cover art or Mm -hmm. the music video or any other visual aspect to the thing right um a lot of that thinking and uh, like visual language, at least far as like origins come from and Mm -hmm. sort of like, I want to pay homage to someone like Ramel's like, actually not even someone like, I want to pay homage to like Ramel Z. You know what I'm saying? Like he, to me was a, was my, like, I didn't know, I didn't know Ram like that. Um, I knew I built with folks who like my elders were his peoples. Oh, okay. So it was just, but due to whatever, his, I found his like approach and his, the way he would speak about like visual language and create and weaponizing visuals and weaponizing alphabet alphabets and like letters and, and make, you know, like literally making an A in, or a K into a weapon, you know, that goes from like the, the graffiti arrow and then turning that into like a missile, turning that into like a warhead and then turn so like turning like doing like the whole like hieroglyphic shit yeah but like flipping it into like some like cyberpunk like futurism uh i mean he had this whole theory like he wrote about this theory and also spoke about it kind of ad nauseum like whenever you'd hear him speak it would just be this thing of like yo like you know uh something 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 panzerism like uh, you know just he had different names for it but essentially like the weaponizing of like letters and and um and through that then or in in, in sequence then it would be space after that you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. like for me i always took that as like that was super affirming to me because it was just like oh shit like you can do more than just go for you know ride a trope or like be, become a cartoon basically like i'm not trying to i don't i'm not interested in any of that you know what i mean like i don't care about the mob like i don't care about uh, scarface or any of that dumb shit like that shit was corny to me like even mm-hmm. back in the day so um but also like i just thought about it, like what was one of the things that defied the sort of tradition in my like so-called childhood or whatever my teen years it was my formative years it was the purple tape. Like the reason why Raekwon's first album only built for Cuban links in 95 was so sort of like, well, what has a nickname is because it came on a purple, it came out on a purple shell cassette tape and you weren't, everything else was clear and gray. You know, everything was gray and white, gray, gray ass cassette shell with like white text on it. And Mm -hmm. had no like design mind kind of put to it. So for me, like, I, yeah, like, I was just, that's why like, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, But I think, that,
0: I think that's what you're saying. That's like so interesting. Cause like using like this idea you're talking about, like, oh, well, whoever like created the purple tape design, like they broke that space. They broke that like trope of just someone not even thinking like they have no, yeah. like if I was back then young, yeah, old enough to actually like be listening to cassettes regularly, the act of like taking the cassette out, looking at it putting it in it had nothing, there was nothing of value, like, no, yeah, nothing of like, right, interest right, right. there, but yeah. someone just created something out of thin air theoretically to now, like, obviously you would know more than anybody. Like the idea of how the cassette looks is like a draw. It's like, Oh shit, this is transparent pink. All this design is so cool. I'm going to buy it. Like before it was like, what's, what does it sound like? Like, yeah, it's the music. Yeah. Like you added exactly. an entire dimension just off of right. that decision. Right. That's right. Really it's cool. a- it's, I mean, it's also like nodding to the physical ritual of it
2: too. Cause now you're actually like invested in like what this thing looks like when you're have when you have it in your hands and that's yeah. like far more intriguing than just something that's same old, same old on whatever level, you know? Yeah. Like, so even now, like, you know, now, like, uh, I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not really trying, I might have done maybe I did one thing on, on a purple cassette, uh, And that was due to the, my, my friend Yata, uh, or Ricky, um, their, their first cassette spirit said, yes, uh, was on purple tape and same shell as like the purple cassette, the purple tape probably. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was just something that we, it was like a fun little thing that we both like, I went to their like Facebook page and they had like their, their top banner and it wasn't like a hip hop reference either. They're just top banner was all, it was like a purple tape. And I was just like, wait, it looks like when we first started speaking and I was just Mm -hmm. like, wait, what? And they were just like, yo, I want to put out a purple cassette. I'm like, do you know what the name of the, like what PTP stands for? Cause by that point I was just calling it PTP. It wasn't, it wasn't even breaking it back down. I I like elongated it again, just to like give it meaning. It also means power through people, um, which speaks to the coalition aspect. Right. So, uh, so this just like it was just like oh shit big head bust but um now i just you know I've, I've kind of looked at that part that element of the like the physical surface as something that i can play with as well in terms of like design you know what i mean so mm-hmm. you'll see things that work with like transparencies like you'll i'll start messing with like 3d kind of design layering work like oh, yeah. where you know if you look at the b side of a tape it's in reverse but then when you flip it over you see it through the a side and the shit is like a two layer facing the right way kind of thing you know what i mean so i've done that a few times and used to do shit like where like the text gets revealed when the first side runs out and there's a little thing that was hiding behind the tape otherwise like the actual oh that's so cool magnetic tape um yeah so it's just little shit like that whatever but like just really like respecting this, like learning the space to break it. Mm -hmm. It's all, I'm a hacker. So that's, that's just all, that's all that that is, you know, like hip hop is hacking. So it's just like, you're, you're, you're constantly like told you're not able to do this because of the technological limitations or whatever. And what I learned in hip hop was like, fuck out of here. Like, Mm -hmm. no, we can do this however we need to do this. And that's why you get that's why everything is the way it is currently because literally decades of people hacking various technologies to get to get to wherever the fuck we're at or to get it wherever they were trying to go
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know what i'm saying so it's not even linear it's not linear where it's just like oh like things that Remo Z does like is because uh that's why everything is the way it is now just like nah but he did his thing he did his unique thing and you know i just took i took notice of it and loved it and found that, found it inspiring for me. Mm -hmm. And just, just as far as like theory. And, you know, I don't think my work looks like Rammel art at all. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I can't even draw a lip for like, for the life of me, you know what I mean? But I could do ill shit with like letters, like typeface, glyphs, you know what I mean? And, and, and textures and whatnot, and kind of like flip it in my own way. Uh, And also like hardcore punk, (laughs) like, hardcore punk seven inches from like the 90s um that whole xerox style is like uh, i love that i love that shit um so like kind of like a mixture of those two i think would be like a a good backbone to my mm-hmm. to my uh whatever my design pedigree or whatever so
0: yeah yeah you uh when you're saying about like how it's not linear how like oh Ram did this so therefore everybody does this and they did this and that I know that like I think like humans generally we just have like a tendency to like want to find like I actually just side note I had like a really feel like a very like almost like spiritual realization last night about just kind of how my mind works and it's not that unique it's like a lot of people where we just like we're so biased to find like a perfect answer to everything like okay this thing happened in my life because I didn't do this or did do this and we just like can't deal with the fact that like it's just so complex and nuanced and like many different things happened at the same time and just combined into some other reaction and that's what happened but absolutely uh, i mean to add on to that
2: or whatever like yeah we as especially like folks who want to be in the critical realm but i just think i mean everyone would be better off if they just kind of through the idea, through that sort of like indoctrination, um, aspect of definitiveness away. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, that's a very like European ass, like European head ass type shit Mm -hmm. to to be on where it's just like, Oh, like, again, I I said it to, I've said it to some folks already about like, it really, that's, that's some shit where it's like, you want the answer before you ask the question and before the question is asked, like, you like this thing of like, yo, I need to, I always need to get the information quick, fast. And I always need to know, I need to know, I need to know. That's like the definitive nature that like, yeah. gets driven through language too. Like the way like folks talk about shit. That's why like, you know, we, we've spoken about this, like whether via uh, the timeline or whatever, like you, you'll see me talking about something and like being, being, uh, you know, ranty about something or whatever. <laughs> and then like, it, it, but it usually is like about like the way that something is framed and like the limitation or like the restrictive nature of that. And I think that's like a very, very poor way to uh, uh, for lack of a better term, but like, you know, like, I think that's just a very, like, that's just not a way to honor the work. Like, why mm-hmm. can't it be open more open ended or like nonlinear in that way where it's just like, nah, like this is literally your own personal, like, summarization or, or like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is your, yeah. like, so like, you got to relax when you're talking about like, you know, I mean, I, I spoke about this shit with Dan, Dano and um, K Diggy on, on yeah. SME's mid, mid-year mid album thing. It was just like, arbitrary ass rating systems, numbers that don't mean shit, really. It's just like, who is that? Like, what are you doing? Like, what, is, like, what are you trying to do? Like, who are you trying to appease with this shit? Mm. And like, how is that, doing anything to celebrate or honor like not only that singular work but the greater sort of like artistry or creation that also surrounds and from which that's that like that stems you know what i'm saying from which that's mm-hmm. rooted like dogs there's a lineage there's a legacy that you're completely like writing out when you're just talking about oh this is the best this is the thing like this is the i'm just like <sighs> yeah we can can get into that shit
0: no and i I actually do want to (laughs) get into that because like the other part i want to talk about is just like more generally without having to make make a linear picture like some of the waves that have kind of developed over the past i don't know let's just pick the last decade in the underground that i think is just so interesting
1: Moving carefully, my enemies closer than they appear to be. Apparently, I'm worth something. Spent ten years searching for nothing, stumbled across the numbers, found God type disgruntled.
0: My head wrapped with troubles I don't speak of. We seek love as space is void of it. It's deep how we want, but we cannot stomach. But before we get into that, I wanna dive in a bit more to this idea of language, cause this is something that when I think about, for instance, one of I think one of many aspects that has defined the last few years particularly and like it's like underground but at this point in hip-hop it's like pretty pretty common like it's pretty common mm-hmm. mainstream too just like playing with lengths of projects and how like mm-hmm. i know the long long ass albums although those existed obviously like that used to be really common but back in the day now i feel like it's mostly relegated to the mainstream people trying to get like stream just get streams yeah. and just hack that but like the uh, the uh, the prominence of short albums and like eps have just become super popular and Mm -hmm. the idea of what an album like what does an album really mean Mm -hmm. kind of brings me to this idea of language because this is something that i know you like you said you've talked about this before um Mm -hmm. the idea of like just having the importance of language and like how you name things and like the consequences of naming things and like categorizing things like genre i know that's something you said to like we talked about that like genre versus calling something an art form um best versus favorite um Mm -hmm. i i struggle with this because like i i'm almost on one hand like i'm i'm getting what you're saying the part that i struggle with is like like sometimes i find the discussion around like how something should be named and i'm just going to keep it strictly to music for now like i know this is a different story sometimes in other definitely in other places but like Mm. i find sometimes it just like is having a conversation that isn't adding it's just getting people upset and it's like it's like not really going anywhere in terms of having a material like significance on what the music is at the end of the day and it's something where it's like if we just kind of let people quote unquote name things or like identify things the way they want to then like let's we can just move on from that conversation talk about the music i do see it more valid in other ways but i feel like this is something as you say you would disagree with so i want like you to expand more about like the importance of why calling something a certain way can like limit it and have like a negative effect
2: for certain. I mean, let's be, let's be clear too. It's, we're talking about calling something like calling, referring to things in definitives
0: mm-hmm.
2: that are not, what is it?
0: Um, subjective or objective. Yeah. Like yeah when that it, are not, that are not calling subjective things definitive. Yeah. That's the practice. That, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. That's what I,
2: that's why I see as, the, as part of the issue, especially as like a cultural critic. It's like, you're literally, you're not honoring lineage from that standpoint on. Cause then you're, you're trying to like, it's your opinion. And you're saying that this thing is canonical by way of you liking it the most. Yeah. By using language that says this is the best of the year. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like you have a list that has Freddie Gibbs and salt at like in, like in the, you right know, in the, it's in the, the yeah, right beside yeah. other, it. And it's just yeah. like, what the, like, huh? Like, that literally is just your taste so that's literally what the algorithm fed you and you like that day you know what i'm saying so like for me i'm just i'd rather keep this shit a little bit more open and just like being like just literally like yo why why can't why is it so tough to divest from like the cultural architecture of you know of of reference or referential language mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because this shit is all like All this shit is, is people taking industrialized like ideas and and using them in in their own sort of on their platform, so to speak, or Mm -hmm. on their on their Twitter account or whatever, you know, like, it's just like you don't have to do that. You don't have to do it their way. Their way is not their way is literally a way of like. It's a way of capital. It's a way of 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 data mining. It's a way it's like it's so not about the music and it's so not about anything cultural. culturally like healthy nor wealthy, you know what I mean? Like, what? Like, why? Like, that's why the conversation even around streaming is important. Cause it's, it's you know, we're not expecting a grand exodus by any means when we say like, yo, Spotify ain't paying us, go buy the shit from Bandcamp. But like, there's gonna be a few heads that are like, oh, that makes sense. I'm not expecting them to, just, to cancel or delete their Spotify account. Mm-hmm. You could be a casual Spotify listener, it's fine. Like. There's certain functionality there too that you may find far more, you know, accessible. Yeah, and that's that's okay. We're not saying we're not trying to stifle anyone on the shit. It's 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 the fact that a lot of that functionality or a lot of that modality in terms of communication is stifling to the greater cultural canon, the greater lineage and or like cultural legacy of these things that they that they that they address. So for me, I'm just like why is that like it's not an issue like or rather like how is it wrong or bad or deemed that you know deemed like a waste of time and or a distraction Mm -hmm. if it's if it's a conversation about better honoring the work of that creator and the creators within that realm you know, what I'm saying yeah. like, like, we got to get our way. We got to get our framing correct before we could even put the photo in. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. And I think that idea of framing, because like, as I said, we want to ask the question like I, I struggle with this, mm-hmm. but like I, I do have to think and as we're talking about it and I've been like kind of I feel evolving a bit on this topic because I've I've i am probably even tweeted about it. Like I that idea of the best versus favorite thing. That sure. was like an example of a conversation where I'm just like, I don't know why we're talking about this because, but I think, but at the end of the day, what you said about Spotify and about how it's kind of just rejecting and like, it's not honoring the lineage and not showing the full context picture or whatever. I right. think that's kind of like, it's kind of goes to that idea of like, it doesn't matter. First of all, my perspective isn't the only one. So like, if in my mind, cause this is how I used to think it's like, when I say best, it's implied it's not objective because what, why in the world would I be able to say subjective music of course is like best. It's just like my favorites. And here's my personal preference. And like, I like want to give you reasons why. And then like you can respect what I said and maybe trust my taste. And then maybe you actually want to like go check this shit out, whatever. Right. Not everybody's like that. And then to the point about Spotify, like, you could be a person to that idea to where you're not like me to where I use like Apple music, but I don't like take their best of 2021 hip hop. If that's a playlist or something, I don't know, rap caviar on Spotify and like, like, Oh, this is the best of 2021. It's like, it's just what they, what the most mainstream popular labels made deals to get these on it. But for Mm -hmm. those people, that's their reality, which Mm -hmm. speaks to the idea that like, Calling something best, going back to that, actually has an effect that mm-hmm. like people will take what I'm saying theoretically. Especially if I like if I was at the pitchwork level, where yeah. it's like they actually will take this as objective. And although right. that's on my intention, that kind of has that effect, which goes to your point, which I, I can kind of see as being detrimental, to say the least. It, yeah, it holds those implications regardless, yeah. like whether or not
2: you and like you would. I, I, you could do the whole forward and be like, oh, like, this is literally my opinion. This does not mean, I'm not trying to speak on the whole canon or whatever, sure, whatever, yeah. like, this is whatever. But, like, at the end, someone's going to see that shit and screenshot it and post it as, like, I have the best album on this list. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. even that, like, but, uh, you know, so it all speaks to, like, this idea of, like, this, like, false idea of, like, competition economy, too. Whereas it's just, like, especially, like, when you're talking about folks who are, like, actually in community with each other or in coalition with each other it's just like yo i'm not i'm here to build with those with, with folks like if one of us is winning all of us is winning straight up and down like you know what i mean and but we all have to we all we all do have the responsibility to address like the 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 inequity or whatever like the shit where it's just like you know like we have we could say no to certain things we don't have to keep running this shit or we could recommend our homie who's not getting it as much mm-hmm. shine or, you know, is being overlooked or, or maybe even discrim- discriminated against, you know, and, and, and throw, you know, like signal boost them because they're farther out on the margins or whatever, because yo, like, and it's not even an identity thing. I'm, I'm just saying like, it's a straight up, like, yo, we could all hoist each other up and like celebrate each other and like rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like, not everyone's really trying to be intentional about shit. That's, that's, that's kind of like the interesting or whatever. And like, I don't want to say like, that's the frustrating shit. Cause like at the end, whatever, like people are going to be people. We're all going to, people who are going to figure this shit out, going to figure this shit out at the end of the mm-hmm. day, regardless, you know what I'm saying? But for me, I'm just like, yo, I I want to nurture or create this sort of like nurture nurturing environment. Um, and hopefully some of those ideas, get passed on i'm just not trying to just like cop the same fucking song and dance as like uh other folks tend to do and i'm not saying everyone else i'm just saying literally like just like the status quo doesn't doesn't need the status quo is is not working and like it mm-hmm. the shit needs to be fixed in some way so it takes like some at least a form of address and like an action be behind that address in order to like start getting things moving in a different direction
1: mm-hmm. you
2: know like that's like literally just like a core tenet of like <laughs> of any sort of you know local action work or whatever organizing so to speak or whatever right like you gotta have the idea and then act on it to some degree and like be intentional about that shit. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so for me i'm gonna keep you know busting my gun basically and saying saying what i say or whatever because like someone out there is listening and like also it, it's affir- it's affirming to other folks too like that's the thing like we all need to be we all need to practice this idea of like affirmation versus validation validation ain't shit that don't mean nothing like we all valid the moment we we step out of here you know what i'm saying or rather the, the moment we step in here mm-hmm. but the moment we step out the womb like we're valid or like yeah get placed on the earth <laughs> you know mm-hmm. however you get here however you get yeah, here yeah, yeah. you're valid fuck out of here what tells us you're not, what t- t- tells you that there's some like ladder that you got to climb for validity is the systems that we are, we're forced to live in. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Which don't give a fuck about most of us.
0: Yeah. So, and, it's, and it's tough too, because like, uh, I think, because in that, in that conversation you had with the Free Music Empire, Dan, OK, mm-hmm. Diggy mm-hmm. on that media review, I know, I think Dan spoke to something that I, it's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's thought I have in my mind is that like, not only do myself personally respond to these like lists but also other people do and it's kind of like a thing where it's weird because we do live in the society that is like industrialized that has all this like architecture around to where a very effective way for better for worse is to have these lists because people just go to them and it's like an easy way for our brains to like process info and they're like okay haven't heard of this or oh wow that's really high maybe i need to listen to it again or some shit like that you know and it's kind of like it's hard to find that balance if there should even be one is another question i guess but yeah i find that i struggle with that because it's like damn like i want to make a list because that's how people respond to it and that's how these artists then again will actually get more shine potentially because i'm pretty positive my list is going to be different than pitchworks i think yeah i yeah, said yeah, that pitchfork sure. seven shit which is hilarious because i thought of haram i actually looked i looked at the haram rating it's seven seven point something and i was like that's hilarious because that's um sneak peek probably number one i it is number right, one. <laughs> right 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 sneak yeah. peek there, but yeah like it's Fact. it's uh that's my favorite thing i've heard in so long but mm-hmm. yeah like mm-hmm. it's tough to to really balance that uh if we go to like the 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 underground movement generally like one thing i wanted to discuss for you is as someone who's like really in the front lines participating in it like what are some of your like favorite aspects and and what and what would be the reasoning why you think it developed that way as it relates to like different waves whether it be like style shifts presentation shifts in how like the hip-hop art's been like created from like artists like kai solo you Amani doof like there's just too many j words j words mm-hmm. like that one's like a I feel like she's an entire world her and like nelson Mandela, those those come that's on. like a i i'm 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 confident to say like that's the def- like whatever the future could be like they're gonna have a part of it like that sound oh,
2: come on yeah i've never absolutely.
0: heard anything like it and that's not something Every, you can say very easily facts
2: everyone you mentioned everyone you mentioned is the future like Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm confident in saying that. Plus more, like, you know. Um but I, I think honestly it's it's I mean the the by the folks you you mentioned, we're all in coalition with each other to some degree, you know. We're not necessarily all in the same exact crew every single moment of our lives or whatever, but what does that even mean? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like my shit is like it's love whenever we see each other. It's love like um if someone's on the other side of the map and it's just like, and that's, I, I, to me, I don't know. I just feel like certain folks have their intentions. Again, it goes back to intentionality. It's just like, yo, like, I think like folks operate with a certain level of intentional, um, fervor, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I think folks have this vision of like a, a holistic sort of existence among one another versus like a lot of folks who are so-called underground i mean i don't the underground shit is funny too like just the the the, the label itself but like i i use it too like i'm not yeah. gonna say like don't use underground I'm, i don't care like use it it's fine <laughs> um but um i just think like yeah i just think that they with the folks that i've Gravit found magnetic or gravitated toward, or like am friends with whatever we just all have, but there's that common, there's a commonality and, and where, like, where we, how we view the, I don't going not to say how we view the world, but like, there's that too, like where there's a worldview sort of thing, but also mm-hmm. just like uh, a commonality in terms of just like how we rock with each other and like how we want to rock, like just out here on our own merits. And like, then we could all, sit at the table together and and literally have a meal or like literally cook some shit up together. Um or also like laboratorically. <laughs> laboratorically that's some <seemed> like <laughs> inspected deck shit. But shit. like you know I mean like that is so um, <laughs> deck shit. Holy shit. um but you know but, like be in the lab together and like collaborate on some music shit or like on some other creation type type levels. Like uh so for me I just find like the folks that you see me signal boosting or you see me around or, or folks I want to build with are those who I feel are have, have a certain amount of investment in terms of like spiritual and like, um, intentional investment in this shit. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I'm just like ill ass people like good, good, good people, not just mm-hmm. like, Oh, you're cool. You could write, you could rap. Well, or like oh you're cool you got ill beats like i don't like that doesn't cut it now it's like yeah how, how many assholes got ill beats <laughs> yeah how many assholes got ill beats how many assholes like write raps but like then just be on some like demon shit yeah behind the scenes or whatever or like or just not doing a, like not doing anything when it comes to like honoring like folks who are not just even at the simplest level not men you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it should be boring as hell out here when people are like, oh, like, let's do all these, like, that's what I'm t- telling you. That's what i be telling you. So I'm like, or like just everyone, not not telling you, but like, mm-hmm. yo, it's just like, come on, like, why do you think i will be like, rap shit is so boring? Like, everyone just wants to be in a room full of dudes. And so it's like, that is literally the most, like, that's the saddest fucking life to be with. Just like, I'm in a room full of dudes. Cool. Like, that, it's got to smell bad like oh, eventually you know what i'm saying like there's people probably spitting like wild nutty crazy shit like uh <laughs> on both like every every sort of level of spitting you know what i'm saying like, i just feel people people got like wash their face i don't know it's just nasty i'm just not interested in that shit so like yeah i'm interested in folks who wash their face and like yeah you know, that's a good wanna, that's wanna a good build. trait that's a good trait i like that get those, get those meatballs out your mouth and quit yeah. faking your accents you fucking idiots oh, uh, shit. but anyway <laughs> nah but i mean you know i ain't even you know smoke for like in single person it's like literally a trope it's literally like a fucking it's 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 actually it's, fucking hilarious and like it's a yeah. thing and i'm just like wow this is so so fucking terrible but anyway um you know bad fucking rap has existed f- forever you know bad mm-hmm. art or, or what i deem as bad my me personally shit that i find uninteresting has like existed forever so
0: like i don't know whatever so when you're talking about this like brand of underground hip hop that you're part of. And I respect, I see like a commonality in the, I see a commonality in the like respect and love, not only to like other people, but to the culture. But what I find interesting is that because it's outside of like the media, hip hop media machine, I find it doesn't necessarily like fit in a box. So like you'll have artists that have different backgrounds, different like life experiences, completely different styles. You'll have like the more traditional quote unquote, hardcore hip hop. You'll have like really, again, quote unquote, nerdy left field, like zany hip hop, but like, it's not manicured in the way that like the mainstream acts that have those labels or the more popular acts that have those labels, like actually end up having to be to where they fit in neat, neat boxes. Like you'll have artists where it's like, you'll get to talk to them. You're like, Oh, I didn't expect you to like, be so thoughtful but that in essence is kind of like sad that like that can even be a thought it's like oh the way you're presented in your music wasn't spoon fed to me that you're nice or and it's like right. why am i even assuming that you're like some not like a bad guy but like not someone who has any other ideas other than like like the violent subject matter you're talking about which is just your life generally so it's like it's not good or bad it's just like your life you know so mm-hmm. i think that's a really common part that like I really appreciate. uh, And then when it comes to like stylistically, definitely when we talk about the high BPM shit, which is something that's like I've only even really like been indulging in this year, and that seems like it'll it'll really kind of come to fruition in even more years to come. And then also just like the the prominence of just like rappers rapping outside the pocket is like mm. I don't like that's something that's like there's a lot <laughs> of artists to point to, but um, I know in in, uh, that mid-year review you did Free Music Empire, you guys were talking about Nappy Nina and Double Down. I found that interesting because it's like, I have listened to a lot of music already this year in that vein to where like, I didn't even really think Nick noticed that. I didn't think like, oh, I noticed like the, obviously the beats are crazy weird and like not what I expect. But like, I never thought for a second that Nappy Nina like was having any challenge. It was like, oh, you're just rapping in like the only pocket that made sense in this like skittering high BPM ass beat. It's like rappers like her, Kinsey B ba- Kinsey Babyface Perlis. I don't know if you know who this is. He's ah. he has like literally like six or seven projects with August Fanon. So if that's not a co-sign, then it, it, he's like uh all into like Haitian Voodoo. Mm. He's like an alien. This guy's like an alien. I don't even know what to say. Like he's like he's like an older guy. So like he has like that golden era vibe to like his hip hop, like style to where he could rap over like anything traditional, but man, he, he like, he really plays with inflections too. Mm. Really gets in the upper register. It's very grating at first listen, honestly for me, but like, Mm Honestly, a bold, bold claim, personal taste, of course. He's legit one of my sure. favorite hip hop artists of all time. And I only Word. heard him this year. Wow. 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 I wow. legit wow. heard about I him like February, like February, like February, and March of this year. And I just like, just off the strength of like, oh, this guy has that many projects with the Fanon. Like, okay, I'll just listen. Iceberg mm. Theory, worked with him once. And I was like, okay, cool. And yeah. To anyways, my point is being all this to say is that like, I love it how I've already been conditioned to just like accept almost anything from hip-hop because it just keeps moving it just keeps evolving
2: yeah it it's not so much
0: new facts it's a non-linear thing i mean like you know one one
2: could say like right now what's going on say for instance if you want to talk about like you know commonality and in in, in in some aspects only it's like as far as like um I don't know. I, I don't have a better word for this. I don't really have a good word for this, but like something like, you know, people have been referred to this as like a Renaissance period, which, uh, in amongst folks who are doing it from the muscle, mm. you know, whether you want to call that underground or independent, whatever, DIY, Hey, and comparing that to, I mean, yeah, you can compare that to that early independent era or that early underground era of like the, uh, the juggernauts and company flow, uh Latterix, you know, Project Bloat, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? Godfather Dawn, uh Cool Keith, all that. Mm. I feel like the this I mean it's even wider now. Like there's just more and there's more con there's more sort of focus on Or just space for the conversation around like intention and um where you're just like literally where you're headed and hard at where your head and heart is at, like as far as how you operate inside and outside the music, you know? Um, but also stylistically, as you were saying, like, yeah, there's folks who are I don't know, I mean, like I think about like CoFlow and I'm like, where was LP and Big Just, were they actually in the pocket? Like they weren't in any traditional pocket. Yeah, no traditional pocket. Facts and like the somewhat the closest thing, or not the closest thing, but like something that I could almost compare to that is like you know, some of the folks in Grip, like Feek, Lungs, and those casts. Like, oh, definitely, that's a good or They're call. just like rap, rapid circles around the beat, and like you know, the, yeah, I don't know, just people are just getting so utterly wild with the whole. I mean, Amani, yo, it's, it's, the first time I ever heard Amani rap live like in front of me
1: mm-hmm.
2: he was doing a whole bunch of what you would call like he was breaking the pocket as well and at least breaking the traditional i i want to say that they, everyone's got their pockets like even coach yeah. low you know what i mean like they they know they know that they're going to land it somewhere uh they know where they're going to land i guess is was what i'm saying or how they're going to stick it but like yeah like it's seemingly like breaking seemingly pocketless breaking the pocket, breaking the traditional pocket, however mm-hmm. you want to call it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's folks are like, yeah, some some folks might hear Nappy Nina that way. Some folks might hear, you know, Draco the Ruler that way or like Rambo yeah. or whoever, you know what I'm saying? Which I, I get it. There's BK the Ruler, like, you know, the way that they're operating, it's, it's, it's super interesting to me um, because it's like, there's something to that. There's something to like adding a swing, an extra swing to like, this like almost like, I don't know about arrhythmic, but you know, this like counter rhythmic approach mm-hmm. to, to, uh, drumming with the voice. Yeah. I don't know. I love it. I love it. I love like the vastness of it all too. Yeah. So, I
0: love how you can go on and on about something like that because like, even like just the, the breaking of like what your mind is expecting the, yes. the raps to go. That's mm-hmm. something like the reason why people do that. I'm not like the, not like scientific reason, but that's a reason why it tends to be like, if there's a break in a beat or something different in one of the loops, it like your mind just remembers that it's just like, Oh yeah. Sometimes you don't like it, but other times it's like, that's your favorite part. It's like, Oh, that's so weird. Right. Um, No, absolutely. I think like in, I think like hip hop, honestly, thinking about as we're talking, like, I feel like hip hop right now is also like, honestly, one of the best examples of technology being used for like, the good parts because I can think (laughs) of the facts of how many artists that never would have imagined to be able to collaborate because of just geographic barriers, Mm -hmm. resource barriers, both in the fact like you can't make your music sound like that 30 years ago if you didn't have a lot like studio money, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then, and then just like the ability to have all these new tools that are a little more accessible and just like easier to have in your, your bedroom, even just to like make, And it's just allowing people to just go crazy with the sound in ways Mm -hmm. that people just didn't have the ability or the means to, which is, I think, an interesting thought. It's honestly one of like the best, best, obviously there's negatives to everything, but like one of the best uses of technology, I think objectively is good. That's like objectively the good parts about it. It's, it's hacking, it's hacking again, Mm -hmm. you
2: know? Um, And that comes from, I I feel like that comes from a, a long tradition of like, um, for real, for real, like a lineage of like Afro diasporic and like, yeah, Afro diasporic people. Like, you know, you can't say jazz wasn't wasn't breaking tradition and, mm-hmm. and doing similar things with space and whatnot. You can't say before that like, and all all iterations, earlier iterations of jazz, like you know, you're talking about your swing, your your your, your um, your bebop and all that or whatever, but like. You know, we're talking also about like, fuck, you know, blues and all levels of call and response and whatnot. Like, these are things that, and also just again, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's it's a long. It, it comes from like a deeper tradition of things. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why like I always want to say like, yo, like um lineage is important. Lineage needs to be honored in that way because. You know as i'm saying like shit is non-linear there is also there but there are there is this there's like that how do you i don't know whatever like it's like a non-linear sort of uh origin there's like origins to to all this shit. you know mm-hmm. there's like a thread that carries through but that that thread yeah it goes like, of, it's not of, straight yeah exactly instead of being straight it, it does loop yeah. the loops and whatnot throughout centuries basically mm-hmm. throughout decades centuries et cetera et cetera throughout time so yeah head bust anyway hi yeah. <laughs> getting to the root salute turn me loose i'm too juice ghost road to cool mini noose dangle from the rear view clear blue sky coldest day of the year teeth chatter crack your veneer speaking ill of my name tween the snare like summer rain dry.
0: Let's get <laughs> no, yo. Let's cool. let's let's get in now to the fucking unknown infinite because I've just cool. been wanting to ask so much about this record. Unbelievable piece of work. Um, speaking about time, that's a it's a good Thank segue because that talks just talks about it in abstract terms, real terms. Mm.
2: I like it how there's
0: like a beautiful uncertainty and gray sort of nuance that like colors so much of the record musically. Mm lyrically from Amani, how is like it seems like intentionality it seems so intentional everything about the music to the artwork is so intentional how did you and Imani like collaborate and what was the process like to actually like I don't know discuss the main ideas and themes you were going for and how did you execute it
2: for certain I would say we went from first we just started by saying you know We started at the first square, just getting in, you know, sent him some beats and, you know, writing to those things and getting in the the spots together and seeing where that was, like, what that even felt like. Before that, it was conversations upon conversations. And, I mean, like, I've known Amani for years prior Mm -hmm. to doing this. You know, I knew him when he was, like, a young buck, like – (laughs) <laughs> a young buck and like you know but like when he was a younger younger cat and like he had kind of gone through this like this this his own sort of exploration in 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 terms of music or sonics and various forms of expression and uh, as of as have I since first meeting him and then we kind of both found ourselves back to this point of like oh like we could Wait, that's crazy. We could let's let's sit down together and try something out. And just sort of following that, like kind of letting letting things be as they as they will or knowing things that will be as they will, you know, or as they should. So it's like using that like idea of like universal law and energy and like applying that to just the creative process. So it's like in one and so like in one regard or whatever, I mean, yeah, it, it is absolutely intentional. In in the way that from our approach and us honoring each other and and approaching it together, as well as our collaborators. Um. But like just things started just to like work out in the craziest way like. I don't know i'm trying to think of even like the visual I mean one like the milford graves thing was big for us because full mantis had, the milford graves documentary full mantis had come out, and that was. Um, either the year or the year before. I think that was the year before we mm. we um, started to work on, you know, what, 2019, I guess, maybe yeah. 2018, okay. whatever. When when we reconnected, it was around the time Full Mantis was like hitting theaters. Like it was within like months, right? And then I was like, yo, you got to see this movie. Da, da, da. So he went down to the, to the Metrograph and saw it as well. And it was just like, oh, okay. And that was like entirely affirming to both of us for whatever reason and then we were like no we gotta we gotta honor like elders here we gotta honor you know um and there's just little and there's that like like you have the milford graves instance you have amani meeting moni love randomly out of state on his birthday the day that holyfield was mixed and sent to him
0: nice after
2: he had recorded it that was the second song that I mixed for the album. Um, first one was Guillotine. And the first rec- song we recorded together, he recorded the joint with Ali, um, Throw the Fear. Um, I think maybe a little, actually maybe even before, or like around the same time. But, uh, you know, so like Moni Love, and I'm like, wait, you met Moni Love? What are you talking about? Like. And she was fucking with guillotine. Are you crazy? Like, holy so shit. Hard. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yo, she has that. She like, yo, can you ask her to, like, give us a drop or, like, host the album or something? And then you're like, ah, I bet I'll check.
0: I'll try. It was she such like, a DM. good touch, man. Yo. Such a good it's touch. Like, it yeah, added to that man. surreal nature. I was just like, what am I listening? Like, what right. year is this? It's like, I'm, I'm lost <laughs> right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's sort of, like, spiraling aspect of, of, of it all. The world yeah. that we're building, though, like, but it literally is. It's like, yo, you have Moni Love's voice. You have Milford Gray's voice. And then the first voice rapping is Lucid, not, it's not even Amani. And like, it was like, yo, I think elucid should come in. So we both built the shit in a back and forth kind of like collaboration as far as like leading on ideas. So like I was trusted with the Sonics. um But also Amani made, you know, Amani got Ali, Doof, and um Nick Hakim. And the Nick Hakim joint uh, became an interlude. It was just like, no, this, this works kind of the best in this way mm-hmm. um otherwise it was me shaping the rest of it or whatever and it was just like all right for collaborations for guests i was just like yo you know who do you want on the joint and it was just like one of the first names he mentioned was a lucid. i'm so like well that's easy um that's cool like that's 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 the homie and mm-hmm. also that would make crazy sense what if we had him open it up just like Giving that space, that solo space for him to open it up as a means to like show like the baton being passed from like if you want to think about this idea of generation, quote unquote, or if you want to think about this idea of elder to to you know of, of an elder passing on wisdom, mm-hmm. and it just so happens that that whole like Clinton Hill rooftop line is not he didn't know like like lucid didn't know at the time, but he was just like. He referred to a Clinton Hill rooftop mm-hmm. uh, on 9/11, and that's literally Amani's like family house, the same rooftop as Amani's Iman- family home, which wow, is like that's nuts, crazy. He, we found out later, like uh, yeah, like after the album was done, Amani was like, "Wait," i like, like, "Yeah," they just like linked up, and it was just like this came out of the conversation, like holy shit, it's so, like that wasn't planned. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then, yeah, just a series of like those crazy events, like even how some of those samples like popped in, it was just like the little like pieces of dialogue and whatnot was just kind of like, not necessarily happenstance, but it was just like, I like sort of letting, letting all these ideas float in front of you and being like, and Mm -hmm. putting them down and being like, yo, the way that hit the canvas actually looks amazing. Like, let's just keep like that just locked in perfectly or like, Mm -hmm. you know, so I like, I wouldn't be able to make another album like that, so to speak with, you know, I don't think we're going to try and make another album like that because that was such a moment in time too, where it was just like, there was just so much going on in that, in that eight months. That was the first eight months of 2020. Yeah. understand. Yeah. So. The timing
0: of the way that hit like our eardrums, mm-hmm. given everything happening in the world. Like, I don't know. I genuinely don't know if I would have, I'm sure I would, I would like it and love it eventually, but I don't know if I would have, it would have hit me that hard had it not been the pandemic covid all that stuff because it it really our whole i feel like our our brain chemistry for a lot of people just changed a bit once this happened uh for sure for And sure. That, those ideas just resonated so strongly mm, mm. i mean yeah that's how that's how even like the writing
2: you know how sometimes like people be like oh like you know i sent out for this verse and i made the person had to rewrite the verse or whatever because it didn't fit the vibe or whatever. Mm. Like everything that was written was first shot, bang out, easy. Like Damn. nothing wasn't locking in. And it was just like, all right, well just follow. It. I'm not gonna question something that's working. Just do it. You know what I mean? Just go, just keep going. So and for me also it was like I'm an elder to to Amani, you know what I mean? But and I recognize that, uh, like, like I said before, like I recognize my responsibility in like holding space as such, but also like giving space as such, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. because I'm an elder does not mean I'm superior in any way, shape or form. So we can both bounce ideas off each other and learn from each other in this collaboration and it's in this collaborative capacity. So, you know, it just again, honoring open, honest conversation as a means to collaboration, you know what I'm saying? So like, you know, if something was done on my end, it would get passed across the counter and, you know, he taste tested. All right, cool. And then that was just <laughs> pretty much go time. Like, everything was just like, cool. It wasn't like, oh, we got to ref, Nah, we got to like scratch that, whatever, whatever. Like, it was mm-hmm. like, uh, even the bike life shit was nutty. It was just like, uh, something about it was 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 wild like the whole like like well, i mean like the that it was supposed to be Amani's album it wasn't even like supposed to be like me on all the whatever i yeah. was like wasn't really but then it just became a thing where it was like no nah, like we're both putting in wild weight in this like we're putting in like we're both putting our foot in on this so it's just like this has got to be like a collaborative album yeah. or whatever you know but like even the image that i chose originally was for him like that like that's, a, that's this is Cat D Blocks who uh, who's, who does like the crazy wheelies, like, yeah, yeah, um, and he's got the child on his back, and that was album, That was something that I actually meant for Amani. Like it was just I built that. I like found that image and screen capped it and like kept it for him and used it. Wanted to use it strictly or specifically for Amani because you know there's like a symbolism there as far as like you know, yeah, so there's a symbolism there in terms of lineage and 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 also like I mean yeah I don't know there's just there's a lot to unpack with, with with that but we wanted to use it I don't know yo it was crazy I'm just like I'm going like like zooming right now in terms of like the things that uh, were presented and like the various aspects of that um, I listened to it recently because uh, I was working on the book like the last bits of the book
1: mm-hmm. and
2: I was just like <sighs>
0: yeah I, I don't know how that happened you know <laughs> like- was there was there like a specific moment in time when you or or maybe you honestly expected this but was there a specific moment in time when you like saw the reception of it and that like made you realize like damn not only did I like put a put a whole foot in this but it actually is like resonating to this level because I feel like anybody I've heard has listened to this album i I don't I don't know of many records. Even like say we talked about Haram. I mentioned like, that's like probably my favorite record this year. There's still people that I've heard that are like, yeah, it's good. It's not really, I love it. I some, maybe I like Alchemist beats in a different vein, other places. Mm-hmm. But with this record, one of the few records I can think of in my lifetime of listening music to where like, everybody's just blown away. Like every wow. single person is just like, yo, either they haven't heard it or they're absolutely just blown away. Like, wow. And I don't know if there was there a time that like, it it really clicked with you? Like people are fucking with this. Uh,
2: (laughs) I was, we were, we were just concerned about where we fucking with it. I think, I mean, honestly, like that's, that's, we were like, yo, this is crazy. And then the rest, as long as all of us knew we did our thing, that was it. You know, for real, for real. Like and I know that can be a common answer in, in these types of questions or whatever, but like, I mean, you know, it was definitely affirming to hear certain folks like, you know, Ka shouting the shit out. Like, I'm like, I sent oh, it to shit. Ka. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, Where? Nice. Okay. Yeah. 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 Ka, Ka tweeted the shit on like August 27th. I, I know that literally because I g- g- grabbed the screenshot of that and put it in the book or whatever, but like, <laughs> nice, nice. um, I would sent the album to Ka and was just like, here, maybe you like this, you know what I mean? Like on some shit. Cause like, you know, I don't know. I was supposed to send him beats like. I was going to say, Ka, would a very so long nice. time ago. That would be yeah. like
0: really interesting, like, especially with your kind of sound.
2: But. Yeah, especially some of the things I've been on more recently. But like, he was just like, yo, that Not So Fruitful Wealth was like, had, you know, he really enjoyed that one. And and, and I was just like, yo, not for nothing. Like, Hell Juice was another thing I, was, I heard you on, like, when mm-hmm. I made that shit. I made that shit in my kitchen, like one morning, like literally, like on the bench, not trying to like wake up my partner who was in the other other part of the house mm-hmm. in our old apartment in quarantine. And uh, and I was like, "Yo, I heard that. I heard you on that." He was just like, "No lie, that was the other beat." Like I'm, I was like about that, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Cool, thank you for yeah. the affirmation." There, but yeah, yeah was it was say, yeah. That
0: must have been affir- affirming. Yeah. I'm not oh talking. hell yeah! No, definitely. Nah, nah,
2: definitely, definitely. Yeah. A common cause, cause like one of the cats that like Kat to me is like an MF doom or whatever. Like he's one of the elders who like did it his way and and is doing it his way. And Mm -hmm. like uniquely. And like, I, that's very, very inspiring. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and I mean his shit is crazy. So, (laughs) uh, but like, yeah. So like, certain folks, I mean, it was affirming all around. It was cool. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, Oh, like we weren't trying to hear whatever I want to, you know, like we were cool with it. So everything else didn't matter. Like it, it was, it was really ill to like see the response. Um, and like also have the folks who wrote about it in the way that they wrote about it. You know, that was like, like, like I said, you, the way you wrote about it was like, like, Meaningful and and Mm. like it it had some sort of weight to it because it was like again like there was an intention I guess like you seeing seeing work with intention um get met with intentional you know critical writing or praise or whatever but like when people are framing it and they're trying to be be respectful about Mm -hmm. all the nuance and everything else like the energy that's there like that's you can't really ask for for much more in terms of like you know, an album and press, so to speak. An yeah, album and like yeah. some sort of like documentation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you see when y'all see this book, the journal or whatever, I wanted to like honor like the the uh the jazz liner notes tradition where it's just like this is so much like there's storytelling, so much there, yeah, documentation and, and framework, um, uh, or, or rather framing. It's like that's what that's what this 50 page, um, unknown, infinite and unknown, infinite journal is, uh, is going to be. And it was just you know, so fucking odd. Aw- like when you see the people and read what the people were writing, like, and how they took on themes or ideas from the album and like, there we go. And, um, you know, turn them, turn those things into words that, that now grace those pages in that journal as it's being printed. Trust. It's, um, it's crazy. There's something really special too, in the way that it ends for those who, uh, some of us who, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna, I don't want to spoil the surprise, so to speak, but Mm -hmm. there's a, there's some pretty, some pretty powerful writing in that, that, uh, yeah, might be like, especially, I don't know, meaningful basically to some folks who know, who know some of the, some of the people involved. So, Mm -hmm. i'll put it like that at least but yeah um just had to do it i guess it's we we wanted to build a world yo you know we wanted to build a world and like reflect remnants of the world outside but like also offer some new space and like for me my role too was just like in the collaboration was like offering whatever i could could do to the process and that's how it became like our thing, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But yeah, no. Uh infinite love to Amani and everyone else on the joint. Elusive Masai, Sway, Jury. Mm-hmm. Yo, his verse is ridiculous Crazy. too. Masai's Crazy. solo was insane. Mm-hmm. Reading Masai's lyrics too it was just like it it actually like makes it even crazier for me. I don't know why. It's just like and I know that verse like back to front, front to back. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, damn um i don't know if i shout out akai but akai solo of course yeah doof course. ali uh nick hakeem everyone and just whatever everyone involved yo it, it, and it's it's a lot of people actually it's, mm-hmm. which is cool obviously shout out money love she won't follow me but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yo uh, thank you for those glowing words though g I, i'm that's wow
0: thank you g no, I mean, I no, appreciate the fact that it, it resonated. That's all I can. Like you said, that's all I can ask for on my end, too, is that right. that, that resonated meant something. So appreciate that. Big appreciation. So like, one of the big last things I want to cover is that you have. Um, you have this class that I want to mm. get into. So mm-hmm. we talked about it. It's very clear. You value preserving and promoting hip hop culture, framing things the right way, and uh-huh. you actually educate it like in a formal sense, not just like like how we talked about now uh, previously. So you have this found sound history of sampling class, and it's not just sampling to be clear about through the lens of hip hop, but it's also electronic music, which I do find interesting. So Mm. given like your vast musical knowledge experience, you could have theoretically covered other topics, like other kind of developments, movements but you chose sampling. So what is it about the art of sampling that you find so compelling and essential to to teach others?
2: Mm. Well, sampling is sort of one of the foundational aspects of of music and has built music and specifically sampling via hip hop, like how hip hop hacked that sort of technology, you know, and that Mm -hmm. technological framework and pushed it into... (laughs) I mean, like industry literally took note of what cats were doing with like the SP 1200 and like, Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, like next time we're going to like add more sampling time. Like we're going to have to add more memory because that's like one of the things that people are like going after. And like literally like sampling records on like 45 at at the max speed to like, then get more of that time in the two second limitation of the one sample they're using or whatever. Mm. Like if it's if you're if, if you're playing something faster and you just dump it in you only have two seconds you're playing it faster you know that's how you're going to get more of that sample that more of that music recorded into this two second chamber and then you just slow it down on the sampler then you have now then you have like the music as it's supposed to be as you heard it to be flipped yeah. right so yeah i mean one on just because it's like the backbone to all it's been the backbone to all music that we hear pretty much at least culturally in 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 these parts so to speak um Mm -hmm. for the last whatever i don't know few decades right yeah um since since like the so-called let's just say since like the so-called golden era yeah or even right prior to that like like mid 80s or whatever once like sampling started to be once we moved away from once we were moving away from like the drum machine Mm-hmm. And live band before that kind of disco um, disco break era, like you know. Um, so, to me, also sampling plays with this idea of memory and documentation. Uh, plays with this idea of time travel. It plays with this idea because you're literally like referencing something from the past. Mm-hmm. You're, you 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 you're referencing a moment. Also capturing that moment. Of something from the past. Like if I sample James Brown's funky drummer and you sample James Brown's funky drummer, the same part. Like if you do it, and I do it, it's still going to be your version versus my version. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like uh not in even the way that we Yeah, not in a competition <laughs> standpoint. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, not even in the way that we flip it. Like, if we just take the drums, you take this Clyde Stubblefield drum break, I do too. The solo, I take the solo from the same part your your you you might even take you might even have taken it with a different swing because you might have heard it you heard it you're you heard it a certain way in your head mm-hmm. and hit it at a certain millisecond whereas i hit it at a, at a different millisecond and like truncated it differently whatever maybe chopped it differently whatever maybe you quantized it i didn't you know whatever so like the the whole feel of your version versus my version from the same source might be different you know or most most likely will be different cuz it it's kind of almost it's like pretty far pretty slim chance for us to have hit that same exact point in time Mm -hmm. on that record to be sampled plus we're talking about playback speed etc so i want to like honor the like the the variables or the varying nature of like even just like lifting a sample and then also just the lineage of all that shit like where this like idea of like calling, where this idea of like repetition comes from, and like that goes that goes back to nature, that goes back to the natural world, and then like original original peoples and whatnot. Like there's birds and like you know indigenous practices that 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 refer to this thing of like looping, re- repetition. You know, there's a spiritual aspect to it. I feel like you know, mm-hmm. um, why do you feel a certain way when you hear uh, you know donuts like a certain instrumental off of uh your favorite producers work like why do you feel a certain way like there's there's so many different little factors being played
0: out yeah it's from... like the sample like even you're saying about the time like it could be a you could have one piece of music that samples another piece of music and if you heard the original let's say you think about where you were what you were doing there and then you bring that's... it to this song and then you have the same experience again but now there's like mm-hmm. two it just kind of like Mm -hmm. Just duplicates like metastasizes. There you go. Right. Exactly. So that's why I I like to add that sort
2: of like quantum time element to it, where it's like you're referencing the past, but you're creating something, moving it forward. But then you're also like referring to like a present moment when you, when you first did that thing, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? So all these little parts moving on throughout time, kind of like, um, like a cell or something like, with like it's different elements, you know?
0: Yeah yeah it's um,
2: like a, yeah yeah and that, so that's so that's a class i teach independently now i started with um i started doing it at the school of making and thinking and Abrons arts center which is like a, uh, a nice institution down the uh, lower east side of manhattan um but yeah it's just it's crazy like and the folks that are in the class are some really ill people always like the learners are just it's beautiful, you know, and like I, I end up like learning so much each time I do these things, you know, mm-hmm. these sharings or whatever. So it's cool. It's cool. It's a five week joint. So it's like five classes currently um, for the whole run. And uh, I try to make it as accessible to folks as possible in terms of pricing and sliding scale for certain folks, mm-hmm. um, specifically for like black, indigenous and other you know folks who are noted as people of color or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, And yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a joy. This is the, the third cohort or like the third run of it. But I have two different groups each. This is the second time that I've run two different groups. So I have like a evening group and a a morning group depending on like, you know, schedules and whatnot. So,
0: but yeah, it's delightful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's very delightful. (laughs) that is that's um, great man i, I yeah, feel like yeah. uh sampling makes perfect sense too but for the standpoint of like why to focus on it because i think that's like one of the driving forces behind why hip-hop i feel has not gone stagnant hasn't mm-hmm. has managed to reinvent itself is because it's just like this the natural chemistry of the, the of the, the art form like it'll just you're just combining all these different things in different ways you're just bound to create something that is new and fresh yeah I've said it. I've said it before. Like
2: it's alchemy. You know, it's it's literally like you're taking all these little elements and putting them in the pot and then giving it a little little whip and then suddenly it's this new thing. And like literally, like going back to unknown and unknown infinite. There are records on there that have been sampled and to the canon, like to the degree of canonical song. Yeah, like scrapes that Miles Davis joint i mean it's not a secret uh <laughs> that is that's the same thing that mob deep sampled or havoc sampled for well i want to say havoc sampled maybe but like what well, mob deep sampled for um party over like the last song of the infamous same sample you know loji rhymed over that same sample on one of, on
0: on oh on, shit it is on lofi yeah the way you you flipped it is just like it's different yeah i literally when i heard it i tell people you'll not you will have not heard something like this even though they technically heard an element like that before right right. in a really prominent way too which is exactly beauty of it yeah and that's also
2: a way of me also paying homage to to pete to prodigy like who is one of my favorites of all time um especially during that era yeah and you know that was just like well shit we want to you want to really take it there? Like Amani was like, yo, I want I want to make the most New York shit, you know, in life. And I'm like, bet. And I told I was just like, the only instruction that it was passed on to Elucid, And if you can even call it instruction more like signifier was just like, yo, just get on your, you know, your New York shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, bet. You know, what I mean, like he was like, Of course, cool. And then, you know, he said what he said, and it was obviously that. And but that all happening over that, which then was a nod back to, for me personally and intentionally was a nod to mob, you know what I'm saying? It was a yeah. nod to like, to, to pee especially. And, uh, you know, yeah, just, of course I had to do it different though, you know, mm-hmm. like, and again, it, it it goes to like, yeah, I, I sampled the same thing. But like, even if I were to try to make the Havoc beat, I wouldn't be able to do it. It wouldn't mm-hmm. sound the same frequency yeah. wise, texturally, it's, it would, it would be all different. Even if I sampled the same drums, et cetera, like it would, it's, it's literally not even the same era mm-hmm. of like creation. So how are we gonna, you know, like the machines that that they were using versus the machines I use, et cetera, et cetera, like, nah, mm-hmm. there's no way. So that's the beauty to me of like this, this practice. Um, it's just, it's so loaded, you know, even yeah. a, even like a little loop can be so can tell so much of the story you know what I
0: mean so yeah yeah yeah. that's beautiful man uh this has been great this has been beyond great conversation here I want to I want to give you a chance now before we wrap up to talk Mm -hmm. about what you got upcoming like any projects any any things you got in the works
2: fair enough uh thank you you know and thank you again for, for for doing for having me and like the time that we've we've had here too, but this is definitely extended hours type shit. <laughs> uh, but um as far as projects, uh, definitely some new PTP stuff on the way. Um, you know, always designing stuff. So we got some lovely cool little cassettes coming from some recent releases, uh, as well as, you know, there's a new uh some new grip stuff on the way. So mm-hmm. grip would be a Kai Solo, uh lungs, feek silence wavy bagels um iblis you know there's 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 other members i could i could mention but you know uh, wavy and silence have an album that's that's going to drop later this month i want to say that which was, is going to be crazy and like feek and wait and feek and silence just dropped their album test. yeah pff, which is like dope super so dope. super super rapping type shit um and um yeah. Yeah. I got a lot of ill stuff on deck, um, you know, from, from some familiar faces and names and some folks that are again, like folks that are within the fold, the, within the, within the, within the coalition, um, who have yet to really like get there, get their get their little moment or whatever. Um, we'll just to have a release or a cassette in, in this regard, in this, mm-hmm. in this capacity. Um, so I'm excited about that. Uh, and centennial gardens, that's uh dream crusher and King vision ultra. So that's our collaborative project. Dream crusher is literally the person, the, the entity, the being, the legend of, uh, of noise and the person who got me into who like made noise make sense to me. Like as far as like, so-called harsh noise or whatever you want to call it but I'm, yeah. I'm not even really trying to pigeonhole them like that like i'm honestly it's just bigger than that it's all bigger than that but mm-hmm. yeah uh we got a little hybrid you know we got some like something in the mut- mutagen right now cooking um so we released one split we have another split on the way and then we have an album coming out at some point and um there's some other king vision ultra stuff in nice. the works couple tapes to just special edition cassettes to, to be aware of. Um, although I'm not going to announce them, so I don't know why I would even say to be aware of them if I can can't announce them. them, but just stay tuned, you yeah, know, purple tape, tuned, yeah. purple tape, pedigree.bandcamp.com or you can just type in ptp.vision in your web browser and I'll go to the website. Uh, and yeah, um doing a lot of work with a lot of my favorite people. Uh, some of the, to me, the illest rappers, the illest wordsmiths, the illest practitioners period of like, you know, on this creative landscape. So I don't know, you know, tap in and stop, stop being uh, so binary with your, with your, with your strange listening habits, my friends, (laughs) but tap in.
0: Uh, Yeah. Tap, tap, tap tap the fuck in for sure, man. Thank you so (laughs) much. This has been like super great. And yeah, I'm just excited and really appreciate what you bring to the, Bring to the art form bring to the culture and yeah keep it up man
2: thank you my g thank you for having me g it's it truly is an honor and like you know keep doing what you're doing you're like you are a shining light and uh someone that i definitely look forward to uh whenever that pops up in the podcast updates so yeah keep doing your thing my g for real I appreciate doing it, great work all right thank yeah, you
0: So open as a token to get your head locked. Niggas keep playing like they living it, but they dared
2: not. Differences life still unlimited when the breath stop for us. If your head's hot
0: but up So this concludes today's episode of the Rap Music Plug Podcast presented by QLC TV. I hope this episode gave you some fresh new perspectives on the latest rap releases as well as a recommendation for the next great rap record to add to your collection. If you're an artist looking to level up your career, getting more gigs, album sales, merch sales, whatever it may be, I would love to help you with that by providing you artist development and writing services. So if you're interested, contact me via email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com or hit me up via Twitter or Instagram at rapmusicplugpod. I would be honoured to lend my expertise and help you grow your career as an artist. And also for regular rap fans that just want to hear more quality commentary on the genre, follow me on Twitter and Instagram as well. For exclusive content and updates related to the show, follow the Rap Music Plug Podcast on Facebook. To help the show grow and ensure that everyone's listening to the best rap music at all times, follow the show on the podcast platform of your choice. Make sure you leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts so that the show can be spotlighted by that wonderful algorithm and be exposed to more people. You can find all of this information along with exclusive playlists created by myself by clicking the link that's in the episode's notes. So that's all for today. Talk to you soon. Peace.